Hello, welcome to another episode of Killing the Business Wrestling Podcast. I am your host and your extreme heavyweight champion, Sick Vic. And today, I want to talk about what I was thinking about while I was watching AEW last night. A lot of people watched AEW last night because of Tony Khan's big announcement. Announcement that already leaked. So it wasn't, in the way it was announced with Adam Cole and Jay White, it was, that was surprising. That was good. That's what saved it. But it leaked. And you know what? That's not what this show's about. I was watching AEW last night. But what I was watching was the Darby Allen Andre's coffin match. And of course, you know, when you see Darby Allen, you see Sting. Now, Sting is like in his 60s right now. Hell, I mean, he still brings the excitement into professional wrestling. Don't understand why. He is in all standards over the top or over the hill. He's already over the top. He already did that a while ago. I mean, he's a legend. I mean, if you ask me, he's a bigger legend than The Undertaker. And I stand behind that. But when it's time for Sting to say, you know what? That's all. Just different thoughts kept on racing in and out of my head about, okay, what would be a final good match for Sting? We already know the WWF can't always fucks up final matches, right, Kurt Angle? But what about Sting? What would be a perfect any final match for Sting? And I had a couple wrestlers that came to my mind, one of which is one of my favorites, Kenny Omega. He's somebody who could get a good match out of anyone and everyone. And being one of the biggest names in AEW, he would be a perfect candidate to give Sting a great match on his way out. I think this matchup would be great, even if it wasn't his Sting's final match. But it is unclear whether Omega would be a heel or a face in the long run. But a heel Omega would be a good choice for retiring Sting. Or Mega versus Sting. WrestleMania dream match, eat your heart out. Is a match that should never have even been anywhere close to happening. Considering the generation divide in Sting's injuries, but now is within a realm of possibilities and a huge match on paper. And I think you put it as a pay-per-view, it will sell really well. Hey, maybe they could put on Rampage, get better numbers than Adam Page. We'll talk about Adam Page in a moment. Another name that would be a good match for Sting for his final, Micro. It would be a storybook ending for Sting to go out after a triumphant performance, but something that would undoubtedly put over a new star. If they absolutely ran through Sting in his final ever match, and a perfect name for that if Sting wants to put someone over is Miro. Since, given, since he was given the Redeemer gimmick, Miro has felt like hugely, like a hugely dangerous competitor. Always has been, 
but this gives him the extra edge on top of it. Do it all. <clears throat> he would benefit tremendously if he squashed Sting on his way out of wrestling. Of course, AEW would have to do a follow-up by having Miro move up into the main event scene. If he isn't there by that point already. But that would be something that I would welcome, and I believe the fans will welcome it as well. Miro versus Sting. Now, if you really want to look outside the box in the tag division, Darby Allen, Sting and Darby Allen versus FTR. Now, you're probably saying they already faced each other on two occasions both in two-on-two and trios actions. But both of the matches have delivered. Although it is a match that fans have seen before, the feud between the four is something that could be brought back and carried on. And FTR, which is starting becoming one of the greatest tag teams in professional wrestling history. That's for another episode, but that's what I believe. It would be a safe choice. I mean, having FTR defeat Darby Allen and Sting with a tag team match, further ensuring that the con- contest would be a good and appropriate for a farewell, especially if Sting is not capable of having an extended singles match. But a tag match might be a way to go, and FTR would be the way to do it. Or let's get someone brand new in the fold and have Sting accelerate his young career like that. Not that he needs any acceleration in his career, but hook. This may be a huge stress to justify, I admit. But one of the biggest, he is one of the biggest running stars in AEW with a popularity that's off the charts. I can't explain it. But capitalizing on that by having him retire Sting would be it would just, it will put Hook over the top. It will put Hook over the top and legitimize Hook as being an AEW superstar if he isn't already right now. He does have a history of Sting. I mean, he's, he feuded with Sting and Darby Allen as a member of Team Taz back in the, in the Icon's very first AEW's feud. But... That would be another match that would put over them. Or what about Malachi Black? Someone outside the box like that. Having a dangerous here dominate a veteran who is about to retire is a recipe for success. And for boosting the heel into bigger heights, one of the top single heel choices for retirement staying has to be him, Malachi Black. Though he is far away from holding the attention or the magic that Sting versus The Undertaker would have. He's the closest thing of, of a character that AEW has to make a wishless version of Undertaker and Sting happen, making him someone who would mesh well with someone like Sting as well. Black is yet to reach the levels that many are believe that he's capable of. So a victory like this would put him over the top, and I would 
bow the, bend the knee to him if he does pull off the upset. Now, if I had to pick a go-to choice, it would have to be with one of my favorite wrestlers because I'm an asshole and I like seeing my, my go-to wrestlers do well. CM Punk. They both have made it no secret that they are incredibly fond of one another and love teaming up together. Their chemistry was like no other when they had their trios match with FTR. CM Punk was part of Team Sting, ironically. They also both implied that working against each other in a match were on both their bucket lists. Think about it. Punk versus Sting is a huge match between the two greats that were that are perhaps the biggest names in the game. But let's go to the asshole side of things. Let's have a pure, this an asshole knock Sting off and retire him. Well, name that thing comes up, and I think it comes up a lot. I think a lot of people already said it. MGF. He's one of the biggest heels in AEW and the whole wrestling in, in, in the whole wrestling world. Whole wrestling universe. He is someone who basks in the hatred from the fans. And there will be no better way to solidify the heat than having him be the man to retire Sting out of the business. Just imagining the content that MJF could produce from bragging and rubbing everyone's faces about ending Sting's career is enough to convince anyone that MJF would be the top candidate to have as Sting's final match. MJF's character works. And additional, he is very underrated in his in-ring ability. Would help him have a great match for Sting to bow out on. Another dark horse. Man, so many good wrestlers in AEW. I just have a list of things. What about Darby Allen? Teacher versus student. Having either Allen or Sting turn heel would be a mistake, I think, at this time. Now I think about it. Given that both men are two of the most natural baby faces in AEW, I guess you call it. However, a student versus mentor match is a format that usually does work. And regardless of whose face or whose heel, whatever, the tension could rise without a turn. They could easily, if it's done right, it could be face versus face, like Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels. There was no heel, they were both faces. So not having one a heel could work. Staying putting over Allen would be the perfect way to pass the torch to Allen properly. Although it would certainly be a big risk to build a feud between the two after having such a relation, successful partnership. But fuck it. Writers in wrestling before had screwed up. You know, being putting together bad matches, having bad ideas. This might be something to roll a dice on. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, I like the tag team idea because it would be like a good 30, 45 minute match 
101, I can see it being like 30 tops. But if you really want to get crazy, I mean, as a tag team, Sting and Darby Allen have beaten a lot of opponents at AEW. They've beaten FTR, 2.0, the Acclaim. They have the most of the heels teamed up and down the card. Trying to think if this will work. Uh, they have beaten all the heels who've teamed up up and down the car. However, yeah, they might work. However, they have yet to face perhaps the biggest and the best team in AEW today, the Young Bucks. But Vic, they're not the tag team champions. Fuck that. Their resume speaks for itself. Allen and Sting versus the Young Bucks would be a money match in which would be an incredible spectacle. Eat WrestleMania, eat your heart out, and along with it, eat the AEW Nation's ass out as well, because this would be huge. Fucking huge. And having this be Sting's last match ever would be the perfect cherry on this Sunday. Of an amazing career Sting has had. I mean, so far, Allen and Sting's partnership has worked. It would make the most sense to finish his career teaming with young stars. But if you want, I could go on and on and on. I'll give you one more just to end this thought. Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson versus Sting. I mean, since joining the AEW, Danielson has been on an absolute roll, doing some of his best work of his entire career, having match of the year candidates in his sleep, just because they Danielson has free will. Be yourself, Danielson. Be what you image think of yourself as. Don't do what think what Vince thinks you are. He's a moron. Use your creative control towards your advantage. And yet, Danielson is another star who has the ability to get a great match out of everyone. And I think Sting will be no different. The brutality and storytelling that Danielson brings to the table and to his matches work well with someone who is fighting for their career or retiring. Especially an aging and popular veteran such as Sting. Like Danielson, Sting will be a dream match on paper. Dream match in everyone's minds. Which one which would never have seemed possible from both men's careers and injuries within the last decade. But if Sting is, but if Sting is to have a singles match to end the run, to end his career, there may be no better choice of an opponent than Danielson to have a very intense and great and possibly seven-star match. But those will be the great ways for Sting to retire on. And I'm not saying Sting should retire. I'm not saying anything about, oh, Sting should retire now. Oh, no, no, no. I think, I mean, I complain about a lot of wrestlers in their 40s and 50s 
in WWE, Sting I never had a gripe with. Because, yes, Sting doesn't wrestle every single week, but when he does, he's still got it. I cannot explain it. I mean, yeah, he's not as fast as he used to be. But Sting... Man, I remember Sting back in 88 wrestling Ric Flair, class, very first class of champions for the NWA world title. Match ended as a draw. And right there, kind of like made people believe that Sting was going to be a big thing in the wrestling world. And he did not disappoint. Just, you know, time, you know, Father Time does catch up. And if he ever wants, if he ever says, you know what? That's it. I'm in my 60s. I'm beating him up. AEW has offered me an upper job position. Maybe WWE has as well. But if he had to end his career, those are the just a few of the opponents I think will be make an outstanding match. Main event quality in a pay-per-view. I would spend 50 bucks to see it with any of those guys. My God, I spent $50 more faster than our current AEW world champion, Adam Page, which he is the worst. I said that he was a mid-card champion beginning with. Everyone got, you know, so like, eh, wrong big, da, 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 da. and he has proven that. I mean, this is, you have a Texas death match against Adam Cole on Rampage, 7 o'clock on a Friday. And I don't want to hear any of this fucking basketball bullshit, whatever like that. It, they moved the time to be easier. Didn't interfere with SmackDown. It was over before SmackDown. And it ratings dropped under 500,000. That right there. So it's the reason. It's, it's proof. Right there's proof. Undisputed proof. And Vic must get sick Vic, your extreme champion, king of the north was right again. Adam Page doesn't work as world champion. But why isn't his world championship reign working? I mean, him and Adam Page's journey to becoming AEW champion was fantastic. So why does his actual reign feel bleh, like underwhelming? Despite having one of the greatest builds, to a championship victory in recent memory, whether I disagree with it or not, it is the people who said he had one of the greatest builds. I thought it was they dragged it out too long. But if the people say it's one of the greatest builds, one of the greatest builds. Okay. The range were up then. Dynamite was over a hundred, uh, was over a million views. So no matter what I think about it, yeah, that is true. One his championship reign had one of the one of the greatest builds. But um his title reign though has been disappointing so far. Because I was like, you know what, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Adam Page should deserve a chance. And you know what? I kept quiet, even though I looked at the wings, but you know, for one reason or another. His time as champion hasn't reached the same heights he was during the pursuit of the goal. And whether it be down to poor storylines 
or his lack of actual wrestling, his reign is quickly becoming the worst with the World Championship promotions in the short history, in the short promotion short history. Jericho's had an outstanding reign. Moxley had an outstanding reign. Omega had an outstanding reign. I mean, compare them, compare the champions before him. I mean, Paige had a lot to live up to. If he were going to reach his level of success, they did with the title, with the people before him, he is so far falling short in reaching those heights. One of the reason is Adam Page isn't wrestling enough. While well, having your world champion wrestle, you know, every so often can help make you feel much more important and create big matches feels when they actually step in the ring. Hangman's lack of wrestling since he won the world title for whatever reason has actually hindered his time as champion. Page has wrestled just a handful of times in six months since he beat Omega for the title, which I think was absolute bullshit, but okay, it is what it is. And it's nowhere near as active as any of the past champions. No signs of any injuries or anything, just he's just not wrestling. Not being a fine champ, like some champions I know. While he appears in segments on uh, AEW television, which is, he rarely wrestles anymore. He's like, hi, I'm Adam Page, but yeah, it's just, he has to wrestle. Put him in tag matches, put him in six-man tag matches. Not saying he has to defend the title every week or do open challenges, but he needs to wrestle more. And with how deep the current roster is, it's and the unbelievable amount of dream matches that are seemingly within this grasp Hangman has been pushed to the side and he is no longer feels like one of the best wrestlers in the roster, which a world champion should feel to be number one. Not just like a... He's like the NXT, not NXT, the long promotion, the TNT champions. Just a mid-card champion. I mean, issue of his inactivity has diminished his reputation as a fine champion. It may be old-fashioned, but the best babyface champion should always be portrayed as a fighting champion. Come on. Unafraid to take on just about anyone that wants to challenge them and why Hangman hasn't shielded away from his world championship matches, just being a little more active. Like, show that you care would do wonders for his ring and really identify him as a fighting champion. You rarely see him in the main event scene. Let's be real people, you don't. And that's one of the major issues with Hangman's lack in the ring time and segments he appears in. It's, it's not the main event. It doesn't feel like the main event. And the placement of the, it's, and the, placement of the card kind of makes it feel like he's as a paper champion. Very rarely Adam Page has appeared in the main event segments in the AEW shows, which diminishes star power, makes people not want to, make people not care. The main event has been reserved for the biggest stars in the wrestling promotion, 
but the most exciting and important storylines, people, taking place towards the end of the show. But Hangman is routinely kept around the middle of the show, like a mid-carder, like a mid-card champion, like I've always said. And now that what I'm saying is true, it's beginning to damage his reputation and pretty much hinder his, the way people walk out in the company. I have Cody Rhodes broke off, went back to WWE. That opens up a whole new forbidden door for like wrestlers like Adam Page, the Young Bucks or whatever, to leave AEW really. I mean, to savage his ring as champion, Heyman needs to once again be portrayed as the main event level star. And his position on the card should not be pushed back because of anyone. Fuck them. He's a world champion. Regardless if he wrestles at war, his appearance should be treated like a huge deal, huge deal and it's not. WWE cuts promos for part of their last segment of the shows. Do it for Paige or something like that. Make him more like... I mean, because the fans want to hear him speak. Cowboy shit. <laughs> no matter what I say, the bottom line is this is what the fans want. They want to hear him speak. And while he has a wrestled, Heyman has, repe- uh, has appeared regular on AEW television, especially with his last feud with Adam Cole. But he very rarely gets much microphone time, microphone time. His appearance often consists of short promos and eventual brawls with his contenders, trying to portray cowboy shit and why that can be entertaining. A little more time with his mic work and giving him the mic would do wonders for his career. And just hearing from champ, the champion every once in a while would help his reign feel more important. Instead of a routine brawl, as we see over and over again, and that's really been denying the character, his character as AEW championship, as AEW champion. I've said before, I mentioned I said he's a big card champion, and people are like, oh no, he's a world champion. Well, guess what, everyone? Vic was right again. And I'm gonna still say Vic was right again. Vic was right again. Vic was right again. Huh, 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 huh. Vic was right again. But all the, but it's it's not too late. He's still a champion, so it's you know it's not all is not lost. He, Heyman still has time to change around. A savage the tire ring that was literally two years in the making. All two years building it up just for this. It's like trying making out the hot girl thing you get sex, and all of a sudden it's like oh I'm on my period, and then boom. You get turned off. Blue balls. That's what this higher ring is all about. AEW just need to make sure they once again portray him as a major star. And he treat him that way. The same way that he was treated building up winning the championship. Whether that means being more active inside the square circle, having the opportunity to cut more promos for fans, or even just having his segments portrayed as a as being the elite, as being important. AEW just need to do whatever it takes. Because now you have like a shitty champion. 
I mean, Heyman is still one of the most popular wrestlers in AEW, and his reign should feel more important than it has so far. And hopefully, before the end of the Heyman's Cowboy shit, World Championship run is over, it does turn around. It does pick up. But so far, now that it seems like CM Punk's going to be the number one contender, Adam Page's run is going to be the worst title runs. Title runs. Not AEW World title runs, but in general, title runs in AEW history. But I did want to put some, I know people were saying like, oh, Cowboy shit. I wanted to explain myself, put a little more like, why did I think this way? Not just saying, fuck you, he sucks. Very calm. I just explained why I think he's just a D plus champion. Not being kind, giving him a D plus rate. We'll see though. Maybe he just needs a heel turn. I mean, at least he's not doing anything with Dark Order. Those clowns. So that's a step up. But that could be if I, if you take away Dark Order, and that's what's killing his his time on TV and his ring time and everything like that. That kind of shows that Adam Page is a one trick pony, and it's time for this pony to be put out to pasture. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show today. Thank you, everyone, for watching on YouTube. If you have any questions or comments, please look me up on Linktree under the Muscat Network. And, yeah, I am open for suggestions. Some suggestions I'm getting, I try to get Jeff Hardy on. You know how hard it's going to get Jeff Hardy on. If I see the opportunity, I'll take the shot. I'll come on. But anything is possible in Killing the Business Wrestling Podcast. Anything is possible. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'll see everyone later. And until next time, thank you, fuck you, and goodbye.